Hey, what's up? Welcome to the JR Show podcast. I am the aforementioned JR. tuning in to the beginning of the fall season of Thursday Afternoon Chats, and we've got a lot of wonderful guests lined up for this fall. It all starts today with one of my favorites, uh, one of the top artists in faith-based music history for King & Country, my guest today, Luke Smallbone. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, an absolute treat for you today. Luke from For King & Country, hello, sir. Greetings to you, Jr. It is a uh, it's at least a yearly tradition, right? Yeah, I try to, to hang s- out. I try to space it out so you don't get tired of me, because uh, my jokes are only funny for a window, and so if I keep it to a year apart, you're like, okay. he's a funny guy. He's a funny guy. But That's if you true. were every six months, you'd be like, gosh. I'm a little bit. I've gotten. I've had too much Jr. Is yeah, that what you would say it happens. Okay. It happens to my wife a lot. <laughs> um, um, Let's hit the green screen right out of okay, the gate. I've given okay. you three. I'm going to give you yep. three options yep. of what you want this green screen to change to. The yep. strawberry field. Yeah, I like strawberries. Particularly the organic ones that are not overly enlarged. They seem to pack more punch and they have more. Okay. It pretty much it's going to look like green plants behind us. I don't know if we're going to be zoomed in on the strawberries. Oh, but All right. if it was well. a pumpkin field, you'd see that from okay. far away. Fair. Strawberry fields, like you're going to have to trust us. Okay. Or a wrestling ring. like a Not going to do the wrestling okay. ring. Yep. Or a DMV. DMV is pretty funny. To have an d- interview and a discussion at the DMV? It's like Yeah. That's, that's as legit. long as Alex can get the numbers changing behind us and i think that the dmv literally is to the common man one of the worst places you can spend your day oh yeah so let's because do it. it's universally <laughs> terrible yeah. for everyone so to have this very intellectually stimulating conversation at we the hope. dmv yeah <laughs> feels perfect let's go there oh great job alex in that's, post that's right this is great all right will you let me know if 422 pops up because uh, <laughs> that's you know, at that any, one got me. That any, one got me. At any Good. point, here we go. Um, let's well, by the way, what are you getting done at the DMV? Are you going for the first time to get your license, or are you marriage uh, license? No. <laughs> After that joke I made about my wife, we're renewing um, today here. But do you DMV. get that done at the DMV? No, nope, I, I don't think so. I don't think we actually just did that. Um, not at the DMV. We just renewed our vows. Yeah, congratulations this, this summer. Thank you. And uh, there was no. Like my buddy did the ceremony, but it's like there's no rules or you're not doing anything with the state. So they're like, what do you want to do? Should, do you have a priest or a pastor? Why did I say priest? I'm not Catholic. Um, but like you can do whatever you want because it's just between the two That's of right. you. That's right. So I asked my pastor friend and he's like, what do you want me to do? I'm like, uh, I don't know. Just welcome everybody. <laughs> He's like, so I'm sort of just an MC. Well, I find that when I found when I had to go get my marriage license for for Courtney and I, it is an interesting thing because it, it, technically you get that license, and if you were to sign it with a witness, you are married. Yeah, and so you actually take that license to your wedding day. Yeah, not signed, but you know, whenever you get that marriage license, you're good to go. And where I went, they had like this book, and they entered it in like handwriting oh, into wow. the book, and I was like. That's where the marriage license is coming from? Right. Apparently so. Huh. Yeah. Well, 
Useless information with yeah. Luke. Thank you, JR. Let's, um, let's, I want to first of all say congratulations. Your, um, your last song, For God Is With Us, went to number one on the charts. Which, how, do you keep track? I know, uh, I know your team probably keeps track of number ones, but do you guys, do you and Joel, like, like, oh, wow, that's five number ones the past, or is it just kind of a. No, no, you know what I often say? It, it you is can my, tell me my, later the real answer. <laughs> <laughs> it is my job to write the music. Obviously, hopefully it, it, it connects here, you know, yeah. it connects in the heart. And then what other people do with it, um, that's somebody else's job, you know. Yeah. And so it helps me a little bit, I think, to just separate the, the two. Obviously, you're always grateful to know when something good happens, it's like a pat on the back. It's like the billboards that people see all around the, the nation of yourself. I don't yourself. want to talk about those. Uh, it, it's just people, and people will probably tweet in or whatever and say, yeah. JR, I saw you on the highway, you know. Yeah. If you take it anything more than just a little bit of encouragement, it, you're getting your perspectives all out of whack, right? right? And I think that's the way it is for us. You 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 want songs like whoever wants to go to work one day and say, you know what, I want the art or the thing that I'm creating today to not do well. You right. know, you don't want that. So you want it to connect. But if your identity is found in it, then I think that it, life's going to get pretty difficult right. for you. So I think for us, it's like, man, for God is with this is a song that means something to us. And so when other people resonate w with it, it means that there's millions of other people in the world that are resonating with something that resonated with me. And so it inherently makes me feel less yeah. lonely. You right. know, it makes me feel like, hey, there's, there's other people out there that kind of think the way I do. Let's hit this bingo ball, uh, bingo ball cage. Here? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And if you could give that a spin, each number is tied to a random question in here. It doesn't want to be, it doesn't seem to want to grab. Maybe I have to go slower? Or was that being too... What is happening? You weren't meant to answer one of these. Maybe you're going to have to get creative. <laughs> Maybe go the other way. <laughs> uh, 21. Okay, is there a letter? Yes, I. I, okay. Yeah. I, 21. Capital I. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I've got a lowercase section. Okay, good. If the apocalypse started today, how would you fare? I think I would fare better than most. Okay. Um, and that's got a lot to do with the fact that, and we've talked about this in the past, but I have oh, some yeah. cows. All right. So if things get difficult, they're black Angus for a reason. Yeah. Right. And so hopefully the apocalypse doesn't take the cows and I've got some animals that, yeah. you know, instead of eating the dog or the cat, I can go there first. Can I help you with an outside perspective? Because I, I'm just reading a book sort of about this. Okay, but they're not going to live? No, you need to set... If things start going crazy and you've got this life-sustaining black know, I'm Angus... Gonna to, I'm going to have to fend them off. You will... Uh, that's gold now. I know. And so you are going to have to retreat yep. back. Um, I just feel like a fence is not going to be good enough. You're going to need like bells with wire attached. So if anybody nope, tries to true. get on your property, you hear the bells ringing your children know what to do when the bells start ringing. That means yep. somebody's coming for your cows yep. to survive. These are things that have to be put, like family meetings need to start happening yep. to get this stuff going. Um, do you have a bunk? Is there any place in your house? Like how would you guys do uh, from a- We could do a little bit of a bunker situation. We live in an old house and it actually has an old cellar that in some cases is, is, is a little bit concealed people it may not be the first place to go but the question i have for you though jr is yeah. if this is what's taking place in you know in the apocalyptic times yeah the idea of still sharing the things that you have still kind of makes a lot of sense right yeah you know 
Yeah. So you seem You're to close be close friends. Oh, okay. But you seem to be gearing up for like lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm picturing in Florida, hurricane time. Yeah. You know, my neighbors will come help me. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I have four people in my house. I'm okay. How do I keep these ones alive? So you would put up the bells and all those other oh, things yeah. for those other people. Yeah, because like, yeah. I have a lot of top ramen stored up in our pantry that I think neighbors And that will survive for. the apocalypse. Oh, that yeah. is true. <laughs> yeah. And so if I had some sort of an alert system that, to be honest, if this question was asked of me, I'd be one of the first ones gone. Like, <laughs> you would not be You like the creature comforts of, of uh, yeah. I just have prepared nothing. Okay. They make fun I don't, of me. Well, I, don't, I haven't prepared necessarily anything either. I just think that. Uh, Your cows will save you. Well, they may not save me, but my bull's going to be hard to kill. Yeah. You know, if you don't have weapons. If they mock me at the station because when I first moved to Florida, I did hurricane kits because the news will tell you to do them. And so I was like, oh my gosh, we got to be ready for this. Yeah. And so I would go do a hurricane Did you ever kit. use the hurricane Oh kit? yeah, within yeah. a day. Well, then I guess that your, co- your, your co-workers are foolish, I would, right? <laughs> it was, oh. it was, I would put the whole box of stuff in the pantry. I'm ready. Yeah. And I would go through within a week and eat all my favorite things before a storm was even coming. Oh, okay. Well, you know yeah. what? Your, your co-workers were right. So <laughs> <laughs> all that would you be wouldn't left. make it. <laughs> yeah. Every year my hurricane kit would be gone in the first month and all that's left in there is baked beans and those little tiny and top sausages. Ramen. <laughs> yeah. I'd go for the chili first. I'm like, why do I keep doing this? Just buy chili. Stop putting it in a hurricane kit. Just buy it and eat it that's like a, a normal person. That's a good plan. That's right. So, well, good. Glad to know you'll be out there doing great. Um, let's introduce our audience to some new music. Yeah. What is the new song you'd like to share with yeah, us? Yeah, new music off of uh, the latest record is a song called um, Love Me Like I Am. Okay. Which, by and the way, the album was, was it May? Was that the February, I think. Oh. I think February? But that's okay. I, uh, I forgive you. I'm an idiot. Um, no wonder I'd be gone in an apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. I'm just uh, not the smartest. No, I don't, I don't know if the, the remembering of dates is yeah. apop- apocalyptic survival, <laughs> uh, you know, essential. But, hey, you know, we'll go with that. I can't remember my wife's anniversary. <laughs> oh, bro, if an apocalypse hit, you would be in You trouble. would be done. Yeah. yeah. But, yes. The song, yeah. Yes, Love Me Like I Am. Yeah, I, and look, the, um, the hobby behind... The song is, is I think, you know, not to get super serious here for just a second, but I think that we all come into life with varying degrees of shame and, and trauma. And I think that obviously even what therapy has taught a lot of us about, right, is that um, a lot of those things are difficult to overcome. And they're, they're actually the things that, that remove you from situations. It removes you from the feeling that you can be loved from a spouse. It mm-hmm. removes you from the feeling that that father who said that thing can you actually then receive a kind word from him or that mother that did this or the sibling or, you know, and the list goes on. And I, but I think that the, the heartbeat of every person is to want to feel loved for who they are, mm-hmm. for, for the thing, for the, and that's the good, the bad, the ugly. Right. And, uh, and when I look, when I read scripture, that's the hope of the world is that it doesn't necessarily matter the things that you've achieved or not achieved. It doesn't matter about the things that have been done to you or haven't been done to you. It's about the very fact that there's, there's, a, there's a God who cares in, you know, infinitely more about you than you could ever care about yourself, that, that if somebody else could ever care about yourself, and that he loves us uh, for, for who we are. 
Luke from For King and Country is my guest. Uh, they're going to be coming to our city, a couple of our cities, Tampa and Orlando, I know for sure, this for a Christmas tour, which, by the way, you guys have become sort of of our playlist. There's some artists that just have so many Christmas songs now that we spend throughout December that you're on the billboard with me. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> kind of thank you. Um, but does that mean that when things get difficult and um, I can no longer make music that is relevant that I can come and work with you then and yeah, I could sure. be yeah. kind of a co-host with you. I would love to have your accent every make. day. Every day, sure. Okay. Yeah. Is there enough room for me? Oh, I'm down a couple pounds. No, I not like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, just words-wise. Like Look at where you went in the studio. No, no. Yeah, I've no. gotten a little smaller. <laughs> oh, no, no, just as far as like content-wise. Like, you know. You know what's so sad is I get so many Weight jokes thrown at me over the years. I took what you said as, is there room for me? Because <laughs> you're so big. That's oh my how goodness. my wounded heart you took your... God t- loves you the way you are, JR. <laughs> of course, now that I'm smaller. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. oh, boy. That's all jokes, people. Okay. Everybody. All right, let's go into... Uh, let's do a nice little hard left transition here. Yeah. Um, a chunk of scripture in 2022 that is sort of tattooed to the year for you so far? For me, man, this is actually probably tattooed to my heart for since I was probably actually 11 or 12. I, do you remember the devotional Experiencing God? Do you oh, remember yeah. that, that devotional? Who was that? Henry Blackaby and his brother, maybe? Oh. The Blackabees, I think. Oh, yeah, the Blackabees. <laughs> yeah, I believe that. Anyway, I read it. I was actually on a way uh, with my family, I think, at a, at a cabin and we we're having our vacation and yeah. uh, I was reading you know reading this it was like a workbook too so you actually had to really think through oh, what was wow. going on so anyway it's like I was, yeah, that, well that yeah that was my whole life by the way right. homeschooled yes but anyway um, I was doing the doing the workbook and uh, it came to um, Psalms 20 verse 7 which you're gonna laugh at me when you first hear the scripture you got really this is the best the pandemic taught you <laughs> But uh, it just says, some trust in chariots, some trust in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. And what's crazy is is some people are like, yeah, really, Luke? Yeah. But for me, in that moment, uh, as, a, as a young boy, <clears throat> excuse me, we, um, I think more than ever, it's easy to trust in everything else other than the things that we're meant to trust in. Mm. And if you were to translate some trusted cho- uh, you know, horses and chariots to some trust in your jobs... Some people trust in the occupations that they have, the house that they've built, um, the health, you know, whatever it may, may be. Um, if you replace that with the, the um, undying love of Jesus, you will, you will veer. Mm. You know, it doesn't mean you're always gone, but you will veer yeah. uh, off, the, off the, you know, the, the road. Yeah. And for me, that, that verse is always just kind of, put me back to like where do you where do you actually find your your hope where is actually your your trust and your, your the, the the um what is the bedrock of who luke is yeah and i think that part of the reason why it's been one of those verses for me for almost my entire life is because it doesn't take a pandemic necessarily for me to get back to man i i veered right you know i got off a little yeah. bit and the pandemic may have heightened that but man, I, I found myself reading the news, you know, like everybody else, like, so where's the new case? Or, you know, yeah. what's the new thing? And I had to get back to a point, is that, is that where my trust is? Right. Is, is it going to be in, you know, the things yeah. that I'm reading? Or is, do I, do I firmly believe that, there's, that God's got something better for me 
that right. you know he's not surprised by a pandemic right you know um I, that was something that gave me a lot of hope i was just messaging with your father the other day um you and i have or you have known very much about uh, my struggles uh, in addiction and and marriage over the past 17 years and both of those things took turns for the good um this past year to the point where it was like just miracles happening of both of experiencing victory not to use a christianese word but no, 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 I get literally it. walking in a victorious place over both of those things my wife and i hitting this new place that we never thought we'd be in um, and then just winning battles of addiction. It was like when I came to the end of when I raised white flags, like yeah. white flags, like defeat, like I will be struggling with this till the day I die or in the marriage case, time of death, declare time of death when your own children are saying that to you, to the parents, declare time of death. Both were just dead and buried and God showed up in both places and did a miracle. And it just reminds me of that scripture of, of I went as far as I could go in my own strength and sweat, went right up to the place where there was nothing left. And, and God came in and rescued me so that now when I tell those stories to people, like I haven't even updated you on any of these things since we've been texting it. Every time I would text you, it would always be still battling with this, still battling with this. And now to have come to a place on the other side, I can't sit and brag about what I did uh-huh. to conquer those. Uh-huh. I had already declared time of death on both of those. Mm. And God came in and rescued me, pulled me over carnage to a to a firm place. So now when I tell those stories, it's got nothing to do with me. It's It's become another Christian word. It has become a testimony of what he did, not something I did. Yeah. My chariots and my horses took me so far, yeah. and I was still be- dead and buried. You know. And look, here's the deal: if we ever get tired of hearing even Christianese, <laughs> yeah. Christianese phrases yeah. that reveal healing, truth, and victory, yeah. then um, that's a really sad day. Yeah. But today is a day that is, you know. Yeah. I mean, man, just to hear you say that, uh, uh, you know, I, what we've known each other for pretty pretty closely for what at least ten years. Yeah. Back to Australia. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it's uh, pretty special stuff. Yeah. Let's spin the random ball of questions. Okay. Random. I got to go the right way because I think I went the wrong way. There oh, are. okay. All right. That was the ticket. All right. By, by the way, if you're listening at home, those are like little bingo balls that have a number. Each one's tied to a random have you question. Have bingo? Uh, I've seen it in a movie, I think. I've never played bingo. <laughs> um, <laughs> it sounds fun. Just no, sounds really? delightful. Okay, great. <laughs> Uh, N for the, 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 the word number, 31. Okay. All right. Let's go discuss a state you've never been to for two minutes. Well, where this gets a little bit interesting is I've been to all the states. Ah, great. Yes, I've uh, been to all the states. Let's, uh, for what two about minutes, I could, I could tell you stuff about useless information about states if you want to do that, but... We could do that. I could be your own personal a personal history channel <laughs> right here. <laughs> or you can shift it to tell me about a country you've never been to. Okay, a country that I've never been to that I would really like to go to type thing. Uh, or just, sure, just or useless yeah. information. Yeah, you got to know a couple things because we need to stretch it for two minutes. Well, well, talk to me about. Well, I'm talking to you. We're good at stretching a lot of things <laughs> to to two minutes. Is that another no eating? No, joke? no, 
It's just your trauma. Hey, Jay, I kind of like your shirts. They stretch. <laughs> now let's stretch this covers. Sorry, no, I am wounded. I'm talking about your ability to <laughs> communicate and speak is what I'm talking about. Um, uh, a, a country that I would love to go to that I haven't been to that we can stretch out for two minutes. I would say Greece. Okay. want to go to Greece. I took um, ancient Greek in high school as my foreign language for two years. Oh. Yeah, um, good idea. It, it, and it's, I sounded so brilliantly intellectual and like, this guy's going to be a Bible scholar. And then what happened was, is I passed those two years and I have never opened up another ancient Greek book huh. since. And I couldn't even tell you the alphabet now, right. which at one point I, in theory, could I was do feeling that. bad for choosing France. Like that was a waste, or French, like that was a waste of time. Yours, hopefully, no one's French listening to this. Sheesh. Oh, they already have been chased a okay. long time ago. All right, here we I go. I dropped a couple nuggets, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but, but like they give you three options when I was in high school French, German, Spanish. Yeah. And as a kid, you're not thinking, oh, one day Spanish is going to be the one that really would yeah. benefit that, my and that, job. And that is a regret of mine, I would say. Yeah. I, I should have taken, I'm, I'm sure you're the same. You should have taken Spanish. Yeah, because French, I never. Outside of a couple of nations in Africa and France, you, France, French has kind of become here are the so few. So you have something in common with my dad. He took French as well, and he was so bad at it yeah. that he went to the principal and said, I'm never going to France. I don't care to speak the language. I don't sound good speaking it. <laughs> don't make me take this anymore. And I think the principal said, you still, David, have to take French. Yeah. So there's his uh, French story for oh, you. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So uh, is Greece still going? Didn't something bad happen money-wise with them? Like they had I to think borrow that, well, from... Well, yeah, I think they're part of the EU, right? So I think things got really difficult financially for them. And I think what the issue was is everybody was really upset Yeah. because you're over in Greece, which is not very close to mainstream right. Europe, but they're a part of the EU. And I think they were borrowing a ton of money from the EU, which is obviously bringing down the rest right. of the the economies so, so they're like they're like the kid who should have left the house because he's 18 and in the end he couldn't find work so he comes back to the house and eats all the food when he could go be working and be living on his but he is let me scrap that analogy back to greece um <laughs> wait uh you were going something very powerful with the food analogy yeah, I'm you, like, you i've already chased off yeah, the yeah. french now okay. i'm gonna chase off the 18 year olds okay um the uh there's a lot of good bible stuff there right paul didn't Paul, like, I wonder if you can go find area. if anything the is. The island, I think he got, is it Malta? Did he get? Yeah, ship? Malta. Yeah. I think he's close to, yeah, I think that's yeah. close to, to, to Greece. But you know how the city of Boston preserved their history very well. But then you go to Philadelphia and it's just a plaque. They didn't, they built on top. Yeah. I, because you hear about Italy. Hey, yeah. Paul came to this right yeah, here is where he wrote. Have you been to Italy? No. Okay. But I've read that. You should go on a mission trip there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, right here is where he wrote this and they yeah, saved it. Right. You can read it. I wonder, cause Greece, Greece is throughout the new Testament too. I wonder yeah. if they preserved, uh, well, you gotta think through this. You gotta think through obviously in, um, Italy, which I have gone to my wife and I did a trip there that was spectacular. And it honestly, truthfully, I made a joke about it, but it's very worthwhile going because you do start to see, I think some of the, the biggest issues actually reading scripture is the fact that we don't have the right context for it. Yeah. So it's, it is incredibly powerful as it still is. You basically know if you're living in the Western world, you have very little understanding of really what it's actually saying. Yeah. And yet it's still worthwhile reading and being a part of every day, which is, I find fascinating, yeah. right? But um, the Romans built basically everything off of the Greeks. 
how they did things is how Rome right. wanted to do things. So when you think through that, Greece you, was the OG. Yeah, uh, Greece was the OG. You just got the eighteen-year-olds back. Yeah. <laughs> good. Good. Um, we're gonna wrap up right here with Luca for King and Country, the new song, um, "Love Me Like I Am." Also, if if you're viewing any of these clips on socials, well, you already know because you're staring at it. Uh, Luke chose a DMV as the yeah. backdrop. So hopefully you've enjoyed that experience on Instagram and yeah. Facebook and other places. You are the first to choose the DMV. And Thank hopefully... You. Does it say much all. about me or my personality? It means you're or? a real nine to five guy at heart. Like you oh, may be on me. stage in front of thousands, but you're a guy that goes into the DMV and has to wait like the rest of us. You're a nine Which to fiver. Always true for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, also you're going to save the world one day. If there's an apocalypse, you're going to feed a lot of people with your cows. So hundreds. you we'll go with tens, tens. not hundreds, but uh, we'll go with a few. The problem is you have to do your own butchering if there's an apocalypse. Are you okay with that? Because you've right now taken them to people. Desperate times, yeah, desperate measures. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd be out there with a Swiss army knife going, oh man, this is going to be a Well, chore. you know what? All I have to do is borrow knives from my kids. Like my, my, oh. my nine-year-old has probably six to seven knives that are always just ready to go yeah. as sharp as could be and i think that he feels like if i go out there with knives nothing can yeah. take me down and so he's got plenty of knives we're ready to go considering your hero growing up was probably the croc crocodile dundee who's famous for now that's a knife yeah the i mean acorn. i wouldn't say he's a a hero of mine but he's <laughs> he's meant to be every australian's hero yeah yeah, yeah. i will say that <laughs> And that's a knife. Yeah. Um, let's uh, we'll uh, can can we have you back around Christmas time? Because we're gonna have Christmas shows to talk about. Let's do it. Um, I'm pretty sure anytime you ask, Jr. I usually show up for you. I know, and I don't take it for granted. Yeah, okay. Good. All right. Always great to see you. Good to see you, man. What a wonderful way to kick off the fall schedule of Thursday afternoon chats uh, with Luke from for King and Country. Just a little heads up, he's gonna make a return. Uh, to the podcast later this fall he's actually going to be the first guest of the christmas season so we'll have him back first thursday of december so can't get enough of him um, i do want to let you know that you can subscribe to the jr show podcast and you'll get alerted when we have new chats uh, come out also we appreciate you telling others uh, about us um, you can follow along on Instagram. And again, don't forget to hit subscribe to be alerted when we've got new, uh, new chats available for you. Let's talk about next week. It's a first timer on the show. He's from New England. He's got a huge song um, that's come out this summer called Who I Am. My guest is going to be Ben Fuller. He's a big dude. He's a new believer. Um, and so we're going to have some fun with him. And it should be a great chat you won't want to miss that comes out next week with Ben Fuller. Until then, have a wonderful week. We'll talk to you next week.